Hey guys, Garrett Zalin here at the Stride Report. Thanks so much for listening in to our second episode of the Second Wind Podcast with John Cusick. Today we've got Daniel Wallace and Felix Walmutsberger on the line from Queens University in North Carolina. They have a great conversation with John, talk to us about their team dynamic, their goals, and a little bit about how they came to America to race. Both of them are outside the country, so really unique perspective there. Just a quick disclaimer before we get started, uh, there is some minor technical audio issues that we're trying to address right now. There may be certain parts of the podcast that you don't fully understand what's being said that's on us we're working on adjusting some of that audio so that's even better the next time but don't worry still a great conversation still great quality i think you're really going to enjoy the show that we've got for you today also for everyone that's been supporting the site thank you thank you thank you so much we are growing like crazy we're expanding our content we're bringing on new people our numbers are at all-time highs for our website metrics so thank you if you want to see more content from us if you want to see us grow bigger which means even more articles and even more site features for you please go ahead share us tell a friend follow us on twitter follow us on instagram All that helps, uh, and we would really appreciate it. So thank you, thank you. With that, let's get started. John Cusick, Second Wind, with Daniel Wallace and Felix Wallensberger. Thanks, enjoy. Hey everybody, this is John Cusick from Second Wind, the Stride Reports podcast about Division II track and field and cross country. Um, if you caught last week's episode, um, it was a great talk with Quentin Lasser from Tarleton State. If you haven't, go ahead and go to stridereport.com, um, check it out. Awesome conversation with Quentin in our very first podcast. This week, however, we have two great guests on the show. They hail from Queens, North Carolina. Uh, we have Daniel Wallace and Felix Womitsberger. They're both on the line. Daniel, Felix, go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Uh, hey, I'm Daniel Wallace. I'm from the UK, and I'm a graduate student here at Queen's in North Carolina. Yeah, my name is Felix Amatsberger. I'm from Germany, and I'm in the undergraduate program here at Queen's. Awesome, guys. Um, so my first question actually on here is where are you both from originally, but you both answered that. Um, uh, you said from the UK, Daniel, and you're from Germany, Felix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm uh, down south in the UK by London. And, and I'm from the southwest of Germany. The city is called Karlsruhe, near Stuttgart, and Frankfurt. Awesome. Um, that's awesome, guys. Um, so, when did you actually? Wh- what brought you to America to run? Um, what was about Queens that um kind of struck your fancy? That kind of said, "Hey, we want to go here and run." Uh, Felix got his first. I'll let him answer that one. <laughs> Yeah, I worked together with a friend who was the educator as well. He did a record holder in the 1500 meter, but hopefully we can break it next semester. <laughs> and yeah, he talked about Queens and he enjoyed it here. And I thought, yeah, try it. And now I'm here. So I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, for me, for me I was, uh, I knew Tom Baines on the team. He was here last year, the senior year last year. Uh-huh. Uh, I've known him ever since I was sort of 15 or 14 and he just said once again he loved the experience here at Queen's, he loved everything about being in Charlotte, so it just seemed like a great option for me to come out and train here too. 
Awesome, guys. Um, so when did you both start running? Uh, what age? You know, did you did was it super young, or did you kind of come to it when you were a little bit later, um, towards middle school, high school at the time? Uh, for me, I was uh, quite young. So in the UK, there's it's more club based. You don't really have much at your school unless it's unless it's got a really I don't know passionate coach. So I started when I was eleven for a club, just running a sort of a really low key track meet, and then from then on I built up. And it was really when I was about fifteen, sixteen that I started to get a bit more serious when I was in high school. So um, yeah, I'd say definitely the past six years or so is when I've been really serious at running. Queens a little bit, you know, um, the reason why you came over there. Uh, you know, we look at the USTFCCA pool. Um, sometimes I get those initials wrong. I start, but you guys are you guys are ranked sixth in the country before this morning. I know that poll comes out sometime today, but um, what is attributed to your guys' success so early on in the season? Um. So I mean, I think when we started the season, we were ranked. I don't know, seven or six. Um, and that was based off last year's performance. I think we came sixth at Nationals last year. We we had a pretty big breakthrough year last year. We we trained really well, had the, a new mentality of of working towards that bigger goal. And I think we've carried that through this year. We've got a new coach in Tom Scott. Uh, he just moved from Coca in our division in our conference. Mm-hmm. He just moved here. And uh, we still followed through with the same mentality that we grew last year. So we we all know that December first is, is the main date that we're focusing for. We're we're fortunate to be in the southeast region where we can play with our training a bit more and become race sharp in those final two weeks this year and the end of November. So we're just making sure that everyone's fit and healthy and making sure that we're doing the right training so that when it comes to December that we're we're ready to go. Okay. I'm not sure if you have the ideas, Felix, but what else do you think contributes to it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, we can finish there. We've got only one guy with Tom Bain, but it's the best thing we have two or three or four guys, and you and our team and can run into the top five, so yeah, I'm excited for the team. Yeah, I think we're... With the pole, I think we're, we're shifting up and down because of what we're doing in our races. We're sort of chopping and changing in terms of the the efforts we're putting in, but we're all got that main goal. We, we had our team meeting at the start of the year and we all arrived and of what we want to achieve, and I think everyone was mutual in the fact that we we very much want to be ready for December. And I think that's it's just so clear in all of our minds of what we want to achieve. And I think that makes it very easy to get out there at 6am every day and train hard. You know, I would agree. Uh, everybody being on the same page is, uh, is just the first step, I think. And so that leads me into a question for you guys. Uh, you know, you guys are rather young outside of you, Daniel. You know, just running through the roster. You got 
I think I saw three freshmen and I what two a sophomore in, in Felix and I think Nick Kikame is a junior. Am I wrong? No, no. In terms of yeah, school, yeah, it's all very. We were very lucky to recruit a, a young. I think we recruited five freshmen this year, so we've got quite a young. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, it's huge. You guys are you guys are seeing success within that within that recruiting class already. So, um. Where do you guys, Where do you guys go from here? Um, you know, you've got you just went through pre nationals. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But where do you guys go from here? You know, we got conference in two weeks, uh, if I understand correctly, and then um, you talk about the southeast region. You know, it's not super super competitive, but you know, you've got Mount Olive in there. Um, I think you've got um, now. I can't think of the other team off the top of my head, but you've got. Uh, I would I would say three or four solid teams at the top. Where do you guys go from there? You know, with the training, are you uh, um, obviously you're going to start peaking towards regionals time, or um, you guys take it just one week at a time here? Um, so yeah, I mean, the past few weeks we've had race after race, and it, like I said earlier, we've had a few different efforts, but not all of them have been races. Some people have worked out in races, and some people have been all out. So from here onwards, we're very lucky now that we just have our. Every two weeks is a is a race. So yeah. from now we can we can train hard up until those final two two weeks where we have the regionals and the nationals, and we can just make sure we're fine tuning everything we've already prepared and and go forward from there. And I think with the with the region, I think uh, it, it's definitely more tougher than we were expecting. I think last year when Matt Olive lost to their really good All Americans in cross and, and track, we. We we're expecting them not to be as strong as they are, but they've they've come out and proved themselves again. So I'm looking forward to that race um, in November. I think we're we're going to go out and be competitive. We're definitely going to try and win the region back. Last year we we lost it, so it's exciting. I I definitely think it's more exciting than we were anticipating it to be. Uh, I know for Felix, we're we're both getting in towards now the 10k race series <laughs> I suppose a bit, a bit long for us uh-huh. but we love the challenge and, and we're definitely going to keep pushing forward I'll keep pushing our mileage up and, and keep working hard to be ready for it um okay so you talked about your training a little bit you talked just talked about how you guys are gearing towards the 10k um uh, you know I think Daniel you're what you'd say you're a 5k guy uh, well, we were both all Americans in the indoor mile last year, so okay. we, we want to try and build on that again. Okay, but, okay. So, yeah. you're both milers, uh, 1,500-meter guys, uh, I'd assume, if, you're the, if you run the mile indoor. Um, talk about this training a little bit for you guys. You know, it's um, you're both towards the top of your, uh, you know, your top five there. You're both high scorers for the team. Um, talk a little bit about... Um, the training that you guys are currently at, you know, your mileage, your workouts, um, your strength, like, etc., the weight room, it, um, what does it look like for you guys currently? So, uh, last year we were, we were very much sort of mileage focused. We, we were in the, in the weight room once a week and, and this year it's taken a shift. Coach Scott has brought in a lot of new ideas and a lot of interesting ideas where it's much more than running, so... So alongside our, our workouts in the day, so our two workouts in a week, we have a lot of different ways of getting sort of improvement in our performance throughout the week. So we're in the weight room twice a week. We're we're doing different exercises after our runs in the mornings, and and we're really orientating the runs 
throughout the week to to be more beneficial for different areas. So some some runs will be at lactate threshold, and some mm-hmm. runs will be a bit faster, and some runs will be easier. So we're looking now at a much more diverse type of training. And I'm sure Felix will mention something on this, but our our mileage is definitely high as it's ever been for us too. I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm knocking around. Anywhere between sixty and eighty, and for Felix, he's, he's the same. So it's it's definitely a change this this season. But we're we're both injury free, and we're both training really well, and it's definitely showing in our performances too. With with our our home meet a couple of weeks ago, we both ran over thirty seconds faster. So it's definitely making a change. Yeah, compared to last uh, last year, we need a a really longer run. Um, last year we did twice a day, but for the runs with about three to four miles, and yeah, this has changed. So right now, I think it's a good thing because our performance increased a lot. But yeah, it's definitely different for us, isn't it? That's <laughs> right. It's just yeah. the long mileage. We we don't like it so much, but we're getting better. So <laughs> Yeah, we can't not like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's hard to argue with success. You know, um, sometimes a change is a little bit easier to argue, but once you see the success, you kind of go, you know, maybe we were a little bit wrong a couple months ago. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you, you talked about it. You talked about um, how Coach Scott's there. I believe it's his first year, right? Yeah, it's his first year at Queen's. Okay, so um, I've got a question um, to follow up for training, and then we'll segue into Coach Scott here in a second, but... You know, you look at you guys' training, is it individualized for all of you? You know, is it is it different for you, Felix, than it is compared to Daniel, compared to Nick, compared to, uh, I think, Yannick? Are, are you are you all running right around the same bit of mileage? Or um, has Coach Scott kind of taken you guys and said, hey, you know, I think you'll benefit from this a tiny bit more, or you might benefit here? Um, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so me and Daniel, we are probably just saying, we are running the mile indoor and the CK sometimes no we do the same workouts and run and so on but then compared to Nick, Nick Nick is from Kenya and of course he likes the mileage and then all his runs are longer but during the workouts we try to do them together. So maybe we have two groups of fat and it's lower sometimes but we try to do it together. Yeah and with with Coach Scott he uh he, he very much sets out a very basic sort of plan and, and then he builds off that. So if some people are more mileage, they'll get more and they'll alter the training a bit more and if others are less then they'll they'll alter those too. And it, it's quite flexible too. If we're if we're struggling a certain week or if there's something not quite right, then it's it's very easy to deviate from the schedule just a little so you're still getting a benefit but you're not you're not being hurt by it. So it's Okay, okay. You know, it sounds like in just his first year, it sounds like he's come in, he's won you guys over and had a lot of success. I mean, um, you guys are up to, like I said, sixth in the country earlier. Um, talk about Coach Scott a little bit. You know, talk about, he was at Coker. Um, I saw the things that he did uh, at Coker, um, especially with uh, a couple of the girls that were over there. What has he brought to your guys' program? You know, what has, what has changed in just, you know, the three, four months that he's been there? So, uh, I mean, first of all, like, the, the biggest change is that he, he ran professionally when he was uh, still running. So he, he ran, a, I think, a 140, 147. Yeah. Uh, 
um, and, and a 359 and a road mile. So we take that. He's got that knowledge of what it takes to get there. Yeah, and he, he was running in the Brooks team. So um, that's a big gain from him. And it, it gives us that professional mentality of, of what it takes to get there. And on the other hand, he's, he's got all the science background too. So everything we do has some sort of uh, scientific backing or some idea behind it, which is going to push our performance, not just uh, on a sort of strength basis, but on terms of an actual physiological change. It's going to be a, a real reason behind what we're doing and everything we do. Okay. I think we've, another thing with Coach Scott is he is a very easy person to talk to as well. I mean, if, if there, like I was saying earlier, if there is something you're uncertain about, he'll be very happy to go and explain what's going on and why we do things and why you're feeling the way you are. And I think that's a big, a big asset to have to our team, especially this year after such a break from year last year. Yeah. And it's funny that he's only one year older than our team. Yeah, sometimes it does feel like he's part of the, part of the group as well as, just, as well as the coach. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's sometimes that's a good thing sometimes it's a bad thing you know and I think I think he might have found has he, has he found that kind of that line of being I, I guess you can call him one of the bros and then also being your coach to where you respect him enough to say okay you, you, you know what you're doing and I, I kind of have to listen to you right now despite me not thinking I want to yeah yeah definitely I mean um, there are times when obviously he, he has a lot of guys and he has fun, but obviously he knows where to draw the line and, mm-hmm. and get serious. And I think a good example of that was when when we initially met with Tom and had, had our first few weeks with him. I was a bit unsure of the program. It's, it's something I've never done before in terms of the higher mileage runs. And, and he sat me down and explained it all, and, and that, that got me on board. Like, and then we're now seeing the success. So I think it was a very good sort of example of how he can't be very chilled and very casual with us but then also be very professional and very serious as a coach. Yeah, and it's pretty cool that he always expands the workout in the morning and that helps. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So uh let I wanna talk about uh we can talk about pre nationals but I wanna talk about your season kind of in a whole. Um you know you guys talked about it. We'll start at your home meet. Uh, you both what dropped uh, more than I think? I think Daniel, you were right around forty seconds, and I think Felix, you were right around thirty seconds from what the research I did last night. Um, talk about uh, what has helped you guys run so fast. So er, I don't want to say early. You know, you're midway through the year now. You're getting into the comp- competitive season, the stuff that really matters. But um, uh, I think twenty three forty for you, Daniel, if I remember correctly. And then twenty four oh four for you, Felix. Talk a little bit about um, Royals, and then we'll we'll segue into pre nats this last week. Sure. So, um, so we had two home meets this year. The first one for us that was when me, Felix, Yannick, Evan, Nick, we all uh, we all were working out. This is our first sort of introduction to the faster stuff, and, and that was rough. I'm not going to lie. I think we can all agree that was. One, just getting through the park, and two, just, just getting into the rhythm of it was, was pretty rough. So when we came back two weeks later and ran the home meet, it was a bit cooler, it was a bit 
sort of kick nice and whatever, and we put our two weeks of training under our belts, and we just come off Lewis as well, so we were ready to roll, and and I think we just went out hard and really just attacked it. Went for the leaders. I think Felix was right up there the whole time. So when it came down to the last few laps, we found ourselves in a very good position, and it was just a case of finishing off. And I think that comes from the sort of barrier, like threshold work that we're doing in training, and it makes it very easy to feel confident going into those sort of last laps where you are feeling a bit rough, but you know, you know, it's still there. I'm not sure how. You know, we, me and Garrett, <laughs> um, Garrett texted me and told me how fast uh, Christian Noble ran, and yeah, that was okay. you know, and um, I was curious. I was like, you, how fast is the course? Like, what does it look like? And then I saw some photos from last year, and I was like, you know, I think it's just fast, and I think these guys are in shape, and um, you know, you, you guys killed it. You guys crushed it. Um, uh, I've been excited to see how you guys have improved, and um. I want to talk about pre-nats a little bit. You know, I think yeah. you guys had some expectations going in there. Um, I did not know. I'm not sure if you knew that Colorado Mind was going to be there, but you knew Mount Olive was going to be there. Um, you know, you had Anderson there. You had you had a bunch of top 25 teams there. I think there were seven in total. Um, let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. You know, you guys finished third as a team. You know, had the same amount of points as Mount Olive. Um, in reality, you know... Um, almost dispersed rather evenly. The only thing that looks like they have different here is they had a guy come in right behind their number one, so the one and two were right next to each other, and then they had a, um, a five that was pretty far back um, for 62 points, but you guys are pretty even split here. Can you guys talk about what your mentality was going into that race? Um, how are you guys feeling? You know, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but as we look on paper, it might have been that you guys might have been a little bit tired, and I don't know if that's true or not. Sure. So, um, so we, yeah, we knew Colorado Mind were going. We saw the the program beforehand. We knew they were going to be there. We we also knew that they hadn't really raced their top guys yet. So we were expecting them to really go for it and get a real feel for that course. I I completely expect them to, uh, when it comes around to December again, that they're just going to execute that same plan again and and just hope that it, they've either improved or they just do the same because I'm sure they'll have a good result if they do it that way. Um, whereas for us, uh, we were aware that Matt Olive were going to do some form of workout. Well, obviously, we don't know what they were going to do, so we knew what they were doing. And then for us, we had just come off three races in a row. So um, we trained through. Um, we travelled up on the Friday, arrived sort of later that evening, just saw the course, did a bit of a shakeout, and then got ready for the race the next day. And for us, it was really just a workout, and we wanted to 
to feel that connection between the whole group. There's not been really one race other than our second home meet where we've really felt as a big pack. So um, it was nice to just have the opportunity to just go out and run all together. So I think a few, maybe three of our eight that we sent up there, three of our nine that we sent up there raced. And then for the rest of us, it was a case of working out the course, working out the sort of racing lines, and just understanding it, and then dropping the hammer on the last lap. So um, that's what we did. And I think in the results, I think we had a spread from from me through till Felix. I think we had a spread of about 10 seconds. So it was executed pretty well. Um, Mick was a little further ahead. He had a, he had a good workout. And, and then our, our freshman as well had a, had a good run on a a national caliber course against national caliber teams as well. So it was a, a really good result in terms of just what we gained from that experience. Yeah, I would say it was a fun trip for us because you from the beginning we do only a tempo and not a really race. So yeah, our mindset was if we did the tempo, we don't have to race. It doesn't matter what the other guys are doing, the other teams and stuff. So. We, we had fun during the race until the last Yeah, well, it's actually tough. I mean, I think the, the other good thing about doing that was we really learned a lot. We learned a lot. It gave us a, sort of an opportunity to just take our mind off running fast and just actually learn the course. So, I mean, that day we ran four laps um, and we had to weave through a lot of people just to make our way back up the field. I think at the first UK market we were about I think our pack was around 70th place in the in the pack. Okay. So, so we were um, really focusing on just getting through people on quite a narrow course. Um, and then when it got down to the later sort of part of the race, it got muddy and we really just sort of assessed how we're going to get through that when it comes to the, the fourth and fifth lap in December, especially with different weather as well. We have no idea what it's going to be like in December time. Yeah, uh... So yeah, so you, you just mentioned it. So I guess I'll ask a little bit, you know, because I'm I won't be out there. I'm curious. Um, I'm hoping Flow Track will have a stream of it, so I can you know get glued to the TV. But uh, is it just two K loops? Is that necessarily all it is? Yeah, just two K loops. So we ran. So you have the start. It's it's a bit separate. It just goes straight down into um, a part of the loop, and then you continue for two um, K loops around the whole like golf course area um, and it, it, it starts sort of at the top of the hill and then everything else is down you sort of run downhill to the K marker at the bottom of the hill and then run all the way back up to the second K so it's just simple loops um, and then I think a national unless they change it at all I think I'm not sure you saw the flow track here unless, unless they change anything it's going to be five straight laps again so kind of stage yeah, a bit wild, a bit like a roller coaster. Yeah, um, so I, I guess this is just a, a, a question off that. Do you guys find yourself, you know, you went out there, you tempoed a little bit, hammered the last part of that race. Do you guys find yourself, you know, getting a little bit lost out there by chance? You know, it's, I, I don't want to call it mundane, I don't know what the scenery looks like, but it's, if it's the same thing four times in a row and going to be five times in a row by the time you get there, do you did you find some issues where you were like, Hey, I didn't focus for an entire lap, and I lost a lot. Of, and maybe that doesn't work. It's essentially because you tempoed or whatnot. But do you think that yeah, could be an issue? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's it's quite a, a challenging course in terms of 
the terrain and, and what you're doing. Like, there's a lot of turns and a lot of things to focus on. So it was even though we weren't racing as such, we were definitely concentrating all the time. You have a lot of bodies around you. Yeah. And you um, it was it was definitely something you had to concentrate on. I think the thing that made us focus on what we're doing is that we always had our teammates around us. So I'm pretty sure no one led the pack for more than a lap. I think we were always interchanging on who in our squad was pushing the pace and who was controlling it. So we were constantly thinking about what was going on. So I think we were quite good at executing the learning process of, of the four laps. Uh, I could I could definitely see how you could um, lose focus, I mm-hmm. think. On the first K of each loop, you're you're just pretty much going downhill. So if you're not really focusing on what's ahead of you and what's behind you, and you've got all these bodies moving around you, I think you could really see some people just lose their felt there. Mm, yeah. And then by that point, if they're working on the way back, then they're, they're going to come into some trouble later in the race, just in terms of how much energy they have Yeah, fair. So let's talk about actual nationals here. Um, you know, top three from each region, um, new scoring system or new qualifying system, I think, last year. Um, right now, I'm not entirely too worried about you guys. It, it looks like you've got um, a top three spot um, kind of waiting for you. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, how much do you guys talk or think about nationals on December 1st? You know, do you got obviously you came in, talked with Coach Scott at the beginning of the year, and I think you all settled like most teams, that, hey, this is where we want to be at the end of the year. And um, is it something that you guys kind of take a week by week or day by day, or do you kind of expect to just be there? Yeah, so after last year, yeah, after last year, Nationals, we thought, okay, it would be really nice to win a trophy. So our, yeah, our main goal is to win a trophy. So we want to finish top four, and then, uh, yeah, but we are not the only team Baptist is gone. Um, that's huge to begin with. Um, you've, you've got your four powerhouses here. They have Western State, Mines, Grand Valley, and Adams. You know, they're they're always going to be around. Uh, you guys, you guys kind of take a, a look at the landscape throughout the year. You know, do you look at other regions and you kind of necessarily go, okay, we 
we would like to be on their level by the end of the year, or um, are you really just kind of trying to do you guys' own thing? Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the Colorado guys, we we just uh, we know they'll do their own thing. We we know <laughs> that we know that when it comes to it, they'll be there. So it's just a case of us uh, going about our way. I mean, we're in the southeast. It's it's hard to find a cross country course around here. <laughs> we're yeah. at our home meets, and we we get the very nice opportunity. Our, our head coach there camp lets us go up to places like Chicago, and and we we get to race these big events and. And really, in that case, we got to go against Western and we got to see how they're doing. Um, and for example, we got to see Colorado this week, but last year, we really didn't see any of them. So it does come down to a case where we are pretty isolated down here with Mount Olive and mm-hmm. we just have to find thing. We have to keep fighting in our region, make it as strong as possible. I think it is getting stronger um, and maybe in the future we might be at least a talking point in the future. But... Um, for now, yeah, we, we really have to just do our own thing and, and make sure we're as ready as we can be. I'm not sure if you're in the Yeah, I agree. No, I agree with Danny because it's a, you have to do your own thing. If you can do that, you have to think about that. I you do that. And yeah, that, that's a common mistake some, uh, some teams are doing, and that's a problem. Yeah, I think last year we, we took a big sort of look at Adams and what they were doing, and we thought, hold on a minute, they haven't really had a good preparation for for this championship season and then of course they come out and smash it again like it's just mm-hmm. it's just I've got to learn that you can't go in sleeping on Adams like people like that you know they're going to turn mm-hmm. up they're championship um, and it's just a case of you just developing your own mindset and your own mentality and just bringing it to yourself really yeah for sure um, I, I would agree with that you know I think sometimes um teams will kind of look at another team and they'll go, hey, we're as good as that team. And, you know, you don't necessarily, you know, you guys talk about how you're isolated out in North Carolina a little bit. And it's, when will you ever see what kind of um, level you're on comparatively uh, until the championship season? So I think, uh, you know, I think you guys talking about how you're just kind of focusing on your own team and trying to develop is is huge because a program like that doesn't just come overnight. And so I think uh, you guys have laid the groundwork. Um, I think that's been huge. Um, I want to go. I want to talk. Uh, I've got a question for you, Daniel, and a question for you, Felix. Um, Daniel, you you said you're a grad student, so talk a little bit about um, this legacy that you're you're leaving behind after this upcoming year. Um, or two, depending upon if you have eligibility. But um, what what has changed in the four or five years that you've been there, and what do you see has been improved as you're leaving? Yeah, so um, I uh, went to university in the UK for three years and then came out here. So I took two years of eligibility away just by competing in the UK, and then now I'm here as a grad student. So this is my second and final year. Um, here at Queens um, and I think I've, I've definitely feel like I've helped to bring a lot and I've learned a lot here too so last year we were going through a huge transition with our previous coach uh, Coach Lick and we were trying to install that sort of more elite and professional mindset into training so that when we come it's not just for social or for just for fun it, we are there to achieve something achieve a big goal so I think I was definitely part of 
making that happen, just letting the guys know of how they can go about their daily lives, making little changes so in terms of sleep, eat, in terms of core work and glute work and things like that, which they haven't really uh, seen in their high school careers and seen in their early college careers. I think that's definitely something they've learned about. Yeah, yeah. It's just a big thing that they, they've maybe just not seen in their career. Um, so I think that was a big part. Um, and then from then on, just on the race days, I think there's days when you see guys who are pretty nervous. They, they haven't been on this stage before. Luckily in the UK, we have national stage throughout pretty much our whole careers. So it's something that I'm a bit more used to. And it's just good to be able to explain to these guys that what's going on and what what to expect and, and how to deal with these things. So I, I'd like to think I've... Um, set up something and, and in terms of a, a physical legacy I said our new grad student here he's a, he was at my old university and I essentially got him on board to come here just like Tom got me on board to come here so I hope that becomes a legacy where my old university sort of training partners will come along and, and join Queens up here yeah oh yeah um, so I, I... I'm glad that you clarified that for me. Um, you know, sometimes I just go by what Tifer says. You know, it says you're a senior, so um, um, I'm glad I have. Um, I want to ask Felix this question, and then I'll have a, a question that'll actually, um, I think, will be good um, based off of your experience, Daniel. So, Felix, um, just talk about, uh, I guess, Daniel, and talk a little bit about um, how he has helped you guys as a team. I'm not. Did you, are you a true sophomore? Did you come from Germany and are spending four years at university in America or did you transfer as well? Well, I'm a true sophomore, but I'm kind of also a sophomore. I'm already 20 years old, so I'm than most of the other guys. But yeah, Danny has got the dog. I remember in our first semester, I was the only 1500 meter runner and I had to do every workout in Norm and so on. And then Coach V told me, yeah, there's another guy coming. Another meter runner from Indiana. I, mean, I was really happy, and then it was Danny. It was a dream because <laughs> we, we do everything together, every workout, every run. It's really fun with him, and he has done a lot in cross country as well. He finished second last year behind me in our team, and yeah, it's just really nice because you're from another culture and Europe is a little bit different than in the US. We do more quiz and so looking for our form and. So I'm not the only one who's doing it. Then he has me a lot, then he has the team a lot. And this is really nice to have them. And it's sad that he will leave us after our track season. Okay, awesome. I think uh, that makes me happy to hear. You know, I love when people get somebody that they can kind of train with. Uh, has he, maybe I'll answer this myself, but has he improved your performance since he, he's come along? You know, you, you get somebody to run with and it almost feels like, okay, you know what, this doesn't suck as bad as it did when I was by myself. So, yeah, he increased my performance in the workout so far because... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't able to run a PR this year in the 1500, but I still would say that he has me a lot to, not only in the 1500, even in the 800, in the 5K, and my motivation increased with him, and almost everything. My, not only the motivation in the races, in the workouts, and so on, also in school. 
so he, he has me everywhere. Yeah, and we have a good running joke where uh, when it, that I'll beat Felix all year long, and then when it comes down to nationals, <laughs> I'll motivate him to beat me. <laughs> but he, he always turns up at the, at the biggest stage. <laughs> yeah, I always do the against Danny at the nationals. <laughs> It, you know, it sounds like it, you guys. Um, uh, I'm glad to hear that um, things are going well um, out there in North Carolina. Um, D- Daniel, talk about uh, just the, I guess, the the culture change. You know, you, you said you went to university in the UK for three years, and then you transferred over here to D2. And Felix, you can also chime in on this. What is, what's the culture like at a Division two school comparatively to what you guys have you know, seen slash heard about other, you know, maybe D1 or over in the UK. Um, just talk a little bit about it, I suppose. Yeah, so um, when I was, I, I always had the intention to come out to the US. I'm, I'm really good friends with uh, James West out in Oregon. And, and we always had the dream of coming to a, a really big school in the US. And for him, he worked so hard and he got his reward of going to Oregon. And for me, I just hadn't quite clicked and hadn't quite understood how to improve my training. So I had to look elsewhere and I wasn't getting much with luck with D1. So I looked into D2. I saw my friend Tom was here and you know, I, I went for it. And I think the culture out here is, is much better than the reputation it has. I think D2 kids, they, they work hard and they, they have other things as well. They're doing their studies and they really are well-balanced athletes. They understand that nothing's going to come easy. You really have to do go and get it. And I think that's such a fresh new idea to me. They're always willing to learn. Um, and then in the culture in the UK, I think there's so many athletes. I think at my old university, on a track workout, so something like six by a mile, you have about 80 kids on the track ready to go. So it's definitely a big culture change for me. I was lucky enough to be at one of the biggest universities in the UK for sport. So now that I come here to North Carolina, and last year only having seven or so training partners, I think it is a big culture shift, but I've enjoyed every minute of it. I think there's a, a big learning process for me, and, and I'm hoping that I'm giving some back to them too. And do you notice any difference? Do you obviously have club cultures in Germany? Yeah, we have a lot of clubs in Germany, and I had to that I am in one of the best running clubs there. We have a few 800 meter guys who run 146, 147, and 10k guys who can run 
at Division Two was 80 kids when I was in school. And so that, let alone having 80 training partners, I think that and that's I'm trying to put that in my head of how you line 80 kids up 40 kids up on a track your picture of it because it's pretty crazy to see um that's insane um so do you I I guess do you guys like it do you guys love it um obviously you've had success I think you both mentioned you think it was a good change um are you so far happy with your guys' decision to come to Queens and run a division two yeah, without a doubt. I think I'd change it. I mean, the, the coaches and the, the training room, I mean, Queen's is a small school, only 2,000 students, really. Um, so, yeah, the, the trouble is we don't have our own track, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to using a high school track and and uh, getting that more personal experience with a coach, I think it's, it's definitely worth it. I, I would have just gone to a sort of low-end D1 and maybe just been put on stupid mileage that I wouldn't be able to focus on, I wouldn't be able to cope with. And I, I think I would have maybe not had a good experience as I've had here. Yeah, I'm really happy to meet you So we're, we're coming down on time here, but you know I just um, once again I appreciate um, you guys chiming in, you know, letting jumping on this podcast, um, letting everybody know about Queens. Um, you know, you talked about wanting to be a household name, and I think uh, you guys are well on your way to that. Uh, I think we're gonna see you guys do really well at conference, and I think at regionals, and I think. Um, I'm hoping you guys jump into the top five like you keep talking. I think you guys are on the right track. Uh, I'm awesome. I'm super stoked to see that Coach Scott has you guys pumped about the season. You know, continue working hard. Um, I know that this is not easy. The grind of cross country is sometimes a little bit monotonous, and it's hard to keep the the momentum going forward. But uh, I once again, I appreciate it. Um, would you guys like to say anything else um, before I let you go? I know Felix, you gotta go to class here in a couple minutes, so. Um. And no, really just uh, thank you for the opportunity. We, we love talking about Queens. We, we love talk, seeing our name out on websites. And I think I think all the boys appreciate it. I haven't mentioned a few Jose Raskers. I think they're, they're great guys on the team. And they would love seeing this on, on a website too. So I think it's just we really appreciate you reaching out to us and, and taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, thank you for this opportunity. It's really great. Awesome guys. Um, once again, I, I appreciate it. I'll be, you know, I'll be watching as conference comes around. Uh, you know, I'll probably reach out during track season. So, um, best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. Um, stay healthy. Keep grinding. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Um, once again, we had Felix Wamitzberger and Daniel Wallace here. Um, stay tuned for the rest of the season for them. Um, it's going to be an exciting finish to the Division Two season. Uh, Nationals will be on December 1st. Um, conference is the weekend of November 3rd and 4th. Um, thank you.